0: I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. It's a tense moment for U.S.-Russia relations. The two nations have been at odds over what to do about Syria, and Washington has expressed concern over allegations of fraud in Russia's two most recent elections. That includes a vote just over a week ago that returned Vladimir Putin to the presidency. The Kremlin, meanwhile, has been critical of what it sees as American meddling with Russia's internal affairs. Michael McFall is the new U.S. ambassador to Russia. He's currently in Washington for a brief visit. McFall says the administration did note problems with the recent vote, but also saw something to be pleased about.
1: We also, however, in our statement noted the positive trend of more Russians participating in the electoral process and really an unprecedented spike in participation of electoral observers. Uh, Marco, you and I know – we've known each other for a long time. I've spoken on your program for a couple of decades probably and I've followed elections previously very closely. I've written books about it as a professor. Never has there been this kind of scrutiny by Russian society. So you see a process of renewal now going on between the Russian government and Russian society in terms of how to reform their political institutions. There's a real debate going on in Russia today That was not going on just six months ago. And it's a debate between the government and society, not just society debating with itself.
0: Let's talk briefly about two key issues where Russia and the U.S. need to cooperate. You mentioned one earlier, uh, Syria. Help us understand Moscow's motivations vis-a-vis Syria.
1: On Syria, and as you know, uh, Secretary Clinton and the Foreign Minister Lavrov are meeting today in New York to discuss this uh, again at the highest level. There's actually more agreement than I think people understand about the the necessity to do something, to act, what the final outcomes might be. But there's a big disagreement about the means. The Russian perspective is that they do not want the UN Security Council voting to decide who leads what country. That's, that's what they say to us in all, all of our meetings. And we say back to them, we as responsible important players in the international system have an obligation to stop the violence, to stop the atrocities that are being conducted inside Syria. That's part of our our obligations as as UN Security Council members as well. And that's the difference in principles that we've been arguing over for the last several weeks.
0: If Russia doesn't want to negotiate uh, Syria through the UN Security Council, how do they see the negotiations happening? It's not clear. It's not clear to me can you imagine russia shifting on its position on syria somehow or will it stand by president bashar al-assad
1: well they would take issue with the characterization that they're standing by the president of syria you know we have a disagreement about that but they uh, emphatically say that's not their policy they're against foreign intervention in the internal affairs of other countries All I know is uh, our policy is to continue to engage on this. But we believe in the international system. We believe in the United Nations. We believe in the U.N. Security Council. And therefore, we're going to continue to try to engage with the Russians so that we can find a common cause when it comes to Syria.
0: And Iran, what about Iran? What's it going to take for Washington and Moscow to get on the same page in terms of how to address Tehran's nuclear ambitions? Well, Iran, by
1: contrast, I think we have seen more agreement and cooperation uh, over the last several years, not just over the last several weeks. We do have a disagreement about additional sanctions. The Russians think we've pushed the Iranians too far into the corner. We think that pressure is making them reconsider negotiations. But on the general outlines of what we're trying to do, I would say we're working pretty closely with the Russians uh, when it comes to Iran right now.
0: Let me ask you this, Ambassador McFaul. Um, Shortly after your arrival in Russia in January, you met with opposition activists. Since the Kremlin continually raises suspicions about the U.S. role in promoting democracy, wasn't that a dangerous thing to do diplomatically? From
1: the very first weeks and months of the Obama administration, we articulated a strategy which we call dual-track engagement. And by that, we say very clearly we're going to engage constructively with the Russian government, to try to find common interests. Uh, And in parallel, we're going to engage with Russian civil society. When the president of the United States was in Russia in July of 2009, he spent day one meeting with Medvedev and Russian government officials. And he spent nearly the entire second day meeting with Russian civil society leaders of opposition, student business community. That's our policy.
0: And as well, we uh, saw Prime Minister Putin charging Secretary of State Hillary Clinton of having sent a signal uh, setting off recent anti-government demonstrations in Moscow. That seems to take it to a personal level. You're the envoy for the U.S. Are you concerned that that personal flavor might uh, end up at your desk?
1: Oh, I've had all kinds of threats and denunciations, uh, you know, being accused of this and that on Russian television, demonstrations outside of the embassy claiming that we're fomenting revolution. And what I would say is two things. One, OK, that's you know, that's part of the job, I guess. Uh, we didn't expect it, but we can handle that. But the more important point is that those kind of comments are an incredible insult to the Russian people, the Russian citizens that went out and demonstrated. They weren't waiting for a signal from Secretary Clinton or Ambassador McFall to go out to demonstrate for their electoral rights. Uh, that is absolutely a ridiculous way to frame the issue. So I hope moving forward, uh, Russian government officials will see the virtue of having a, a society that cares about uh, political reform and will make this about that as opposed to something that has to do with the United States because that's not what we're doing. Mm. And let's not insult the Russian people uh, who are taking you know – they're the ones taking the, the future of their country into their
0: own hands. I'm wondering if you've done interviews on, on state-run television in Russia and what's been the tone of those interviews?
1: I have. I uh, decided in the in the wake of this criticism that the only way we're going to address it is to to state our policy and restate it and to engage. So I have been on their Russian state television and you know tough interviews, but that's good. I, I appreciate that. I'm on Twitter. Uh, something new for me. I I never had a Twitter account until I I went to Russia. I think I'm up to 20,000 followers now. That gives me a direct way to communicate with Russian citizens in a way that does not have to be mediated through state television or otherwise. We got nothing to hide. Our policy is on the table. Our cards are down. The reset is what we've been doing for the last three years. And we're not changing. And so I see my job as the ambassador out there is to try to, to explain and articulate that to as many people as I can. And even in some rare instances, by the way, I have done diplomacy over Twitter where mm. I've engaged with Russian government officials on Twitter debating a policy with, you know, 20,000 people uh, watching. That's I think that's a good thing.
0: Michael McFall is the U.S. ambassador to Russia. He joined us from Washington. Congratulations on the posting and thanks very much.